Hey, 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 welcome to the Wax About It podcast, where we uncover all of the behind the scenes action of waxing and much more. I am your host, Asha Marie, an entrepreneur in the ever-growing field of waxing, skincare, and hair removal. So what I want to get into today is what is a Brazilian wax? This service is very, very popular around the world. And there are a lot of things that you may not know about it. So let's just talk about it right here. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, let's wax about it. So what is the Brazilian wax, right? If you don't know already, it is when you remove the pubic hair from your bikini area. Let's just let's just be open about our terminology here, okay? The pubic hair is removed from the top of the vagina and the labia, aka the lips, also from the bikini line and from the butt crack. Some people like to call it the butt strip. Some people like to just not say it at all. They just say the line back there. But anyway, the hair is completely removed in the form of waxing. So if you hear someone say, I'm going to get a Brazilian wax, they're talking about that. So this is a very popular service. According to the internet, okay, about 60 to 80% of American women get this service done. I don't know who they surveyed about this. I don't know where they're getting these numbers from. But if you ask me, it sounds pretty accurate. However, there's always somebody We all have friends who have no idea what it is, who never even imagine getting it done. And this can range from all different ages. We have the older generation who you would think would be totally against doing this. You know, growing up in the 70s, groovy, hair, hair everywhere, love, happy, go free type of people. No, those people get waxed now. And how do I know this? Because if I had to guess, I would say my oldest client had to be in her 80s. And you know what else? Guess who was right there in the waiting area waiting for her to finish up her service? Her husband. They were probably married for like 60 years. Isn't that adorable? I wonder what that conversation was like. Like, hey, hey, do you want to go get that fancy thing that all the women have been doing? What's that? Uh, where they, you know, uh, They get rid of the, and then they, oh, I'm just going to take you there. And they probably just pulled up. She probably probably didn't even know what was going on. (laughs) She she probably walked in like, I'm just here because my husband brought me here. No, but she did pretty well. I'm I'm pretty sure she got waxed before because she kind of knew how it went. So I don't know. Maybe this is a conversation they had 40 years ago. I don't know. But I think it's beautiful that Brazilian waxes are out here keeping marriages together. Let's just let's just move on to the next topic before y'all disagree. Okay, so why do people even do this, right? So we're going to touch back on what I just said about couples, you know, doing it to spice things up. But honestly, though, it's so much more than that. People do it, of course, for the aesthetic. You know, they like to have a smooth nether region, okay? No hair. Some people don't like their texture of their hair. They don't like how much hair they have. They do it for comfort. Sometimes if it's too much, it they might be hard to put clothes on, especially those like silky or lacy or underwear. You know, it's hard to wear panty lines that 
go further in. I don't know what the terminology for that is, but it's probably harder to wear that when you see poofs of hair coming out the sides and off the top. It just, it takes away from the look, you know what I mean? So aesthetics, comfort, sex appeal, obviously, and basically society. I mean, it's so crazy that I've heard women actually say like, oh, if you're not getting a Brazilian wax, you're just behind the times. You need to catch up. What are you doing? I just, I can't, like, I cannot imagine not getting it done. And and then you have the other part of the population who consistently shaves that area. Maybe they're too scared to get a wax. Maybe shaving works for them. But all in all, people do it to get rid of the hair for various reasons. Now, how often they do it varies also. You can get it done before vacation if you're going to the beach. No one wants to worry about if their hair is peeking out the sides because you know how people are with their phones these days. If they see something awry, they'll whip their phone out so fast. One of my biggest fears is turning into a meme and not knowing it and then somebody sending me the meme of me. You know, I'm just not here for that. I'm pretty sure most of us are not here for that, actually. So how often they do it would probably range between as consistently as four weeks to maybe once a year for their annual vacation. I've had clients come in two years later and they still remember me and they want to book again. So it varies. But here's the point that I'm making. The Brazilian wax is not going anywhere, right? It's just going to continue to be popular and popular for generations to come. So I got to give credit where it's due. The Brazilian wax believe it or not, was not, to our knowledge, was not started in Brazil. (gasps) I know, I know, right? That's what I said. So the Brazilian wax actually was born in, are you ready? Can I get a drum roll, please? Okay, okay. So the Brazilian wax was started in none other than Manhattan, New York. Surprise, right? Not surprise. Surprise? No, not surprise. Okay. Well, I was surprised, but not surprised because New York is amazing. But it was started in Manhattan, New York. Catch this. In the early 1990s, I was alive when this Brazilian wax got started. I mean, like I said, in the the 70s, they were not about, I don't know, I wasn't there. But from what I read in my history book, you know, they were not about getting rid of the hair. They were just all accepting, all fro, all bush. Now... They went through the 80s. I don't know what happened in the 80s. I mean, I was born, but that's it. And then in the 1990s, apparently, the J Sisters Salon, backstory about them. So there are these seven sisters who actually are Brazilian. They came from a village or a community in Brazil called Vitoria. I think I'm pronouncing that right. From a huge, huge family. So there's seven of these sisters, right? Fun fact, they also had seven brothers. So this is a huge family who emigrated to America illegally and basically made a name for themselves and started this legacy of Brazilian waxing, right? Isn't that crazy? You can literally, I think I think that family is a good example of the American dream, right? The American dream doesn't go like that for everybody, but they came here illegally, and this is online, by the way, I'm not making this up, and these J sisters, seven sisters, came here, started a salon in Manhattan, New York, doing well for themselves, and so one of them specifically, her name was Jenea, 
and she wanted to get, like I said, the hair from her nether region from her vagina removed. So she actually booked this service or wanted to go to, a, she went to another spa to ask if they could do it. And you know what they said? They told her, no, we are not doing that. Excuse me. Excuse. We are not doing that. Who do you think you are? And so she was appalled because, you know, she was like, y'all don't have to do me like that. So you know what she did, right? So she went back to their salon, her sister's salon, and she did it herself. Listen, if there's no other example of female empowerment in the conversation, that is definitely it. She never did this before. She didn't know anybody who would do it. So she said, I'm going to do this myself. That's my hero, man, like for real. Because all estheticians, cosmetologists, y'all know doing your own Brazilian wax is no small feat. It's one thing to learn to wax somebody else, but to do it on yourself takes a whole another level of whew, determination. Let's start there. So anyway, fast forward. She does this service on herself. She continues to do it to, to master it. So back then when she first started it and they first began to offer it on their salon's menu, they called it the extreme bikini wax because it's extreme. This is extreme. She took extreme measures, but you know what? It paid off. Because this service became so popular, fast forward to 40 years later, it's a worldwide service. And so, you know, I can't remember who, I think it was BBC who did an interview with her or with them. And she said that their, her only regret was not naming the service after herself or her sisters, which I agree. I mean, the Brazilian wax, I mean, come on. Everybody who's into this kind of self-care knows what that is, right? Or learns very quickly what that is. So could you imagine, like a lot of people don't know that this started in Manhattan, New York with the J-Sisters salon, but can you imagine if this was called the J-Sisters wax? They would be famous for eternity. But, you know, that's just a backstory of where the Brazilian wax came from, man. Like, I'm just so inspired just recounting <laughs> this historical event <laughs> in time. If it weren't for the J-Sisters, we would really be walking around here bushy as fuck. Like, I mean, that's just the easiest way to put it. And, you know, I mean, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today if it weren't for the J sisters. So I am so grateful for them and I pay homage to them. So, yeah, that is the Brazilian wax. That is where it came from. That is where it started. And here we are in 2020. And, you know, we're, we're, we're taking it up and we're, we're advancing it. You know, we're tweaking it in a way that is fashionable. I mean, I'm not surprised. Starting out of New York, of course, it's going to become such a fashion statement. And I say that because it's not just you're getting all the hair removed. There are a lot of women who don't like all the hair removed. They like to leave a strip. They like to leave a triangle. I've done more triangles than I can count in my time. Get this, I've left behind a heart. And yes, literally, the pubic hair was left behind in the shape of a heart. I'm not going to lie. It was cute. <laughs> it was cute. So whoever had the grand reveal moment for that, I'm sure they were pleasantly surprised. And it was around Valentine's Day. So you know what I'm saying? Back to the whole spicing up your life thing. Do it. I say go for it. If you're bored, go get a Brazilian wax. You know what I'm saying? 
Make that your new pastime. Make that your new hobby. And it's something you can literally do every single month. I mean, you know, unless your hair starts growing in so slowly. Oh, my gosh, the agony, right? (laughs) I just don't see any negative about it. Like, it's a whole win-win situation for everybody. You know, even if everybody is just you and your pet, whoever sees you naked, maybe your neighbor who's snooping on you. Let's just, let's not. Okay, that's just, <laughs> let's just double back. Quick history of why I'm so passionate about this is I worked in retail ever since I was old enough to work. I started off working in retail. Don't get me wrong. I did start in fast food. I think most, a lot of us start in fast food, but that lasted for what, three months? As soon as I got that opportunity at my favorite retail store, I was out of there. So 16, started working in retail and I loved it. But let's be honest, retail is not the best industry if you like to spend time with your family during the holidays, okay? Black Friday, back when Black Friday was what we remember it before this craziness started happening. Black Friday was crazy, working 12-hour days. Sometimes if you're doing what I'm doing or what was doing, mobile merchandising, I would be working 16 hours. I'd be going from to multiple locations twice a day sometimes. So anyway, I got tired of that shit. So I got out of that. And I decided to go to beauty school. I wanted to do something completely different. I've always been into like modeling and fashion and visual aesthetics. So I went to school for visual merchandising, retail management, and business and entrepreneurship. And got out of there. Worked in retail for a couple years. Got tired of that. And just went to beauty school. 40 hours a week. Three months later, I have my aesthetics license. Shout out to Florida. So I started off doing facials, henna tattoos, different things like that. You know, the thing I love about the beauty industry is it's so broad. It's always evolving. You can always find a little small niche to get into and really excel in. So you just have to find what your lane is. And for me, that lane is waxing. I love waxing because, I mean... Of course, it's fun to play in wax and twirl it around and stir it and all that stuff. And you have some really pretty waxes out there that are shimmery and it's just really pretty to play with. But it's deeper than that. Waxing, especially Brazilian waxing, can be very, very uncomfortable. So that's where I come in. I help to make my clients feel comfortable. I help them feel safe and help them get through it. It doesn't have to be literally that scene from the 40-year-old virgin. (laughs) where you're laying there terrorized, terrified, and it's just randomly ripped off of you. You don't see it coming, and you're just dying. It does not have to be like that, especially now with technology and all the many innovations that are all around us. So my goal is to make the experience as easy as possible for my clients and have fun doing it, you know? I mean, think about it. This is a service that is done consistently, especially if you like your skin to be as smooth as possible for as long as possible. So you want to definitely get to know that person who is touching your body. I think it's really cool that I've had clients who I've met and then, you know, they get pregnant and then I get to see their growth every single month, like they're bigger or they're talking about, you know, their morning sickness versus their 
process of going to the doctor and then they have the baby and then they come back and then their stomach's flat again. It blows my mind, man. It's awesome. I love when people come in with a new ring on their finger and they say they're engaged. I love when I have people refer their friends and then their friends come and then me and their friends start vibing and You know, it's just really cool to get to know people and learn about so many different people from so many different walks of life in in multiple age ranges, multiple ethnicities, just a diverse group of people who all connect in in a certain way. And that's through waxing or getting Brazilian waxes. Like it's not just one group of people. It's not just all young women. It's not just all older women or married women or single women. It's just a range of so many different people. And, you know, men get Brazilian waxes too. You know, they're called brosillions or manzillions or, you know, people like to have fun with the word. So it's so crazy that I'm even talking about this like this, but I really feel strongly and passionate about what I do. And I ain't gonna lie, man, this is a <laughs> this is a way of life. It's a lifestyle. I tell my clients that all the time because, you know, it's one thing to get your hair waxed, but then it's another thing to learn to take care of yourself and practice self-care. You know what I mean? Taking care of your skin. Your skin's the largest organ on your body. You have to take care of it for your results to be the best that they can be. So I think that my role in this industry is to help pour into people and to encourage them to indulge in self-care, skincare, empowerment, and positivity. You know, be positive about yourself. Body positivity is very important, too. Maybe we'll get into that topic in another episode. But anywho, all of that to say, if you haven't already go get you a Brazilian wax. Go online, book that Brazilian wax that you've been wanting to take and just just try it. Try it. You will not regret it. I don't know. Maybe you will, but you won't regret it. (laughs) So thanks for tuning in, guys. I hope that this episode was enlightening. You know, that's what I'm here for. So if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at wax about it. Send me a DM. Let me know what your questions are. And then I can tackle those questions in my next episodes. Also go ahead and subscribe to the podcast on whatever streaming platform you're on. Subscribe, rate five stars, please. Thank you. And if you have any comments, please leave them. I really appreciate all of the feedback, what you think about this episode, let me know. And you can also follow me personally. I'm on Instagram at Ash underscore Marie. That's at A-U-S-H underscore M-A-R-I-E. And I look forward to seeing your beautiful faces. All right. So tune in next week and I will holla at y'all later. Bye. Oh, and we can get social too. Follow us on Instagram at Wax About It or Facebook at Wax About It. And, uh, you know, we can wax about it. <laughs>